recorded live, Union Inn, Washington, D.C., 1112, 3rd Street, Northeast. We are Steps to Nomagayudet Metro. Nice, brisk walk to Union Station. And a leisurely jaw to the Capitol, Capitol Hill. I am the illustrious Innkeeper Freddy, host extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Guestbook Podcast. Guestbook Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, part two with Sarita. What are we listening to right here? Bougie Party by Chloe and Haley. And their sisters, and Haley is the new Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. Now, do they mostly do pop music? Yeah, it's sort of R&B, pop. Yeah. Have you seen the Quincy documentary? I have. Was this the couple that when they were doing his, like, 75th yes. birthday, yes. they came off the stage mm-hmm. and he was like, and you did all the harmonization, too? Yeah. All right. Where are they from? They're from Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. I chose it, one, to give honor to Haley for being the new Little Mermaid. Also, if you listen to the lyrics, it's about them going to this party that's supposed to be a bougie party, but it turns out that everything is fake. Um, so, And to me, that reminds me of what people think about wine. How you think it's super bougie, you think it's a pinky up, you think you have to have your, I think I said in the last episode, with your blazer and your white shirt. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's not that deep. Drink what you like. Perfect. You were at Essence Fest. I was. And you were partnering with the Hue Society. Yes. Now, what is the Hue Society? So the Hue Society is led by Tahira Habibi. And what she does is she plans wine events all over the country. And yeah, they're pretty nice. Everything from large tastings to brunch tastings and classes and that sort of thing. That's great. Now, with the Hue Society, Mm -hmm. you were doing a live podcast Mm-hmm. For I think a couple days, yeah. While they days. were having their wine tasting event sure. at Essence Fest, yeah, we were actually located in the foyer. So when you walked in, we had a little sort of like a swirl sweet corner. All right. So it was like white couches, and we had our large retractable sign up, and our mics and our recording and everything. We actually had scheduled guests, and then we talked to some of the people who were there. I think 10 winemakers, distributors, all sorts of people in the industry. What were some of the highlights? Oh, so we talked to Isaiah Thomas, the oh. basketball player. Oh. He makes champagne. Detroit Isaiah Thomas or Isaiah Thomas, the guy who was with the Celtics not too long ago? Is this an older guy? This, Yeah, he's an older okay, guy. Yeah, gotcha. Yes. So he's making champagne. And a lot of times when you talk to celebrities about whatever their product is it's usually like a surface level conversation no he knew the details he knows champagne and uh you'll hear that in the next swirl sweet episode we'll air that but we were shocked like oh you're not just the brand but you're actually involved in this he was like oh no this is my baby i love champagne this is champagne champagne not champagne not it's the real stuff yeah or cremant yeah this and is. he popped a bottle while we were recording and we tasted it was awesome what's the name of the brand Sherlin Champagne. How's that spelled? It's spelled C-H-E-U-R-L-I-N. Okay. Who are some of the other people that you interviewed of note? Let's see. 
the McBride sisters were there. McBride sisters. Yeah, so this is a really interesting story. The McBride sisters, they actually look just alike. Beautiful, tall, curly hair. One grew up in California. The other one grew up in New Zealand. So they were long lost sisters. And they sort of had a deadbeat dad. So on his deathbed, he told one of his family members, hey, I want my daughters to meet. Can you make sure that happens? So they met as adults. I think one was 18, one was 24 or something like that. They realized that they both like wine and they started a winery. In uh, New Zealand or in America? They're, I think they're in California, okay. but I think they make wine in both places. Huh. I'm not quite sure. But um, they were there. And yeah, it was awesome to meet them. So one has a California accent. And the one, other has one has a New a... Zealand accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But if you look at them, they look just alike. What is the name of their brand? McBride Sisters. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they do whites and reds? Or they, do, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, I think they do a Riesling. They do a red blend. They do sparkling wine. And they just launched a new wine that's in a can. And it's called She Can. Ah, she she, she can't, can't. Ah, exactly got it. it okay <laughs> that's cute now the content that you recorded mm-hmm. you guys have put together i think a couple episodes correct? yes yeah and are those the most recent episodes that are up now mm-hmm. it's the black wine experience those are the title of the episodes perfect it's time for the five 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 are you ready i'm as ready as i'm gonna be okay when I saw her, I was like, yeah, you got to come on the podcast. And I thought back to uh, actually one of our most listened to episodes, episode number 40 with uh, Ayana's podcast of the day. And uh, for those of y'all that follow Guestbook Pod on Instagram, we had a five by five matrix of all the podcasts that she had mentioned. So light went off. I said, hey, what if we had a different label of the wines that you would recommend? And so we kind of workshopped it back and forth. And we figured uh, five reds, five whites, five rosés, five uh, bubbles or sparkling wines, and then five spots in D.C. to check out. And I've paired each of the wines with a different celebrity that reminds me of the characteristics of that wine. So let's go in that order. What are your five reds? My five reds are Malbec, Pinot Noir, Tanat, Syrah, and Beaujolais. I chose Malbec as my first red because I feel like Malbec is always safe to me. Even if the wine list is somewhere, I feel like the Malbec would always be decent. So I chose the Katina Malbec. Katina, how you spell it? C-A-T-E-N-A. It's a really basic Malbec that Where, you can- Where's it from? It, oh, Argentina. You can pretty much find it everywhere. Okay. So this is what we would uh, pair with a nice steak. There you go. All right. Katina's dark. Uh, Malbec is dark. All right. Why'd you choose that one? It's easy to find, mm. and it's always decent, and it's under $15. So Bomb. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the personality you would give to that Katina? I feel like it was like early Idris Alba, where you saw him everywhere. He wow. was young. Wow. You know, sort of like the wire Idris Alba, like the beginning Stringer Bell, like a stringer, you know, it's that stringer, <laughs> it's that stringer ah! Bell. Like it's dark, it's rich, it looks good. <laughs> you asked me. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Pinot Noir. 
All right, so I chose Pinot Noir because it's sort of a sedity grape. <laughs> it's for it's one bougie of folks out there. Hey, I'm bougie too, so I yeah, you know what? I'm you only definitely happy. are bougie. <laughs> um, Pinot Noir. It's one of those sedity finicky grapes. It's very thin skinned. It's easy to fuck up, but when it's great, it is great. It is outstanding. That is so beautifully metaphoric, right there. It's thin skinned. And it's easy to mess up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sedity person. But when yeah. it's right, it's right. Yeah. When it's right, it is perfect. Okay. Where's that on the spectrum? All right. So, no, it's light. It's on the lighter okay. side. Yeah. Okay. The Pinot Noir. Who's that? All right. So, I found a very basic, fun. It's a fun Pinot Noir. Please don't take it too serious. So, fun and sedity. That's not mutually exclusive? It's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> When it's right, it's right. So maybe it's we, like, yeah, we, you hit the nail on the head with this one. So it's the Cherry Blossom Pinot Noir. I found it from Trader Joe's. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love um, Trader 2014 Joe's. is from California, so. Now, is that seasonal? I think it might be. And I felt like it was very basic. It was like your your quintessential Pinot Noir. It was no frills or anything, but I enjoyed it. So 2020, when you find yourself staying at Union in Washington, D.C., hmm. While the cherry blossoms are in bloom. Mm-hmm. Right after you run that cherry blossom 10 miler. Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. The night before, <laughs> go to Trader Joe's, pick up that cherry blossom Pinot Noir. There you go. And then toast yourself to running 10 miles. Mm. I'm assuming this is like an American. We've been giving countries, so it's USA. Okay. And what do we say he's like or she's like? The girl who played the baby sister in Soul Food. Melinda. No? Okay. No? Too far back? I don't know what age I'm working with here, but... No, no, no. That's not too far back. I just don't hmm. remember which one she was. Where's the IMDb? Um, Melinda Williams? Yeah, that's her. Oh, her name was actually Melinda. Yeah, her real name is Melinda. Okay. Melinda Williams. Yeah. Tanat. How do you spell that? T-A-N-N-A-T. Tanat. Okay, so what's the name of the brand? The name of the brand is Pisano. How you spell it? P I S A N O. Okay. Okay. And Where's it's it from, from Uruguay. Where is this on the spectrum? Pisano's pretty heavy. I don't know if it's as heavy as a Malbec, but it's up there. And personality wise. Tanat isn't for everybody. I feel like I need an older gentleman. Blair Underwood. Okay. Perfect. Nail on the head. That's him? Smooth, but okay. underrated. Yeah. Syrah. This is our fourth red. Syrah is such a wonderful grape because it is French. It grows very well in Bordeaux. However, it grows very well in Maryland too. And I named my favorite Syrah as the Leafstone Syrah from Black Angle Vineyards. How do you spell it? Leafstone. Two words. Leafstone. Leafstone. Yes. And where is it on the spectrum? It'd be under the Tanat. The Tanat was medium. Yeah. It's not as big as the Malbec. So is it closer to dark medium or away from the... Mm, it's closer to dark medium. Okay. So yeah. So maybe it's in between. Medium, dark. And then what's the personality on that? I feel like I give Syrah a Felicia Rashad. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's me right there. <laughs> you do realize she was Miss Obama before Miss Obama. Sure. Everybody does. Mm. Man. Sort of elegant and smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go to any block, 
in the United States of America and tell them kids to pull their pants up and they would. There you go. Felicia Rashad. Right. Last one, Beaujolais. It's two words, right? Beaujolais. Nope. It's one word. Oh, okay. It's B-E-A-U-J-O-L-A-I-S. Beaujolais. So let's not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. When I say Beaujolais, I don't mean Beaujolais Nouveau. So Beaujolais Nouveau is a day of celebration in France. Fireworks and music and festivals and marketing. Like Fourth of July? It's almost like the French Fourth of July, I guess you could say. Okay. But not really. Okay. But it's the celebration of sort of like the beginning of the wine season. So it's the Gamay grape. So G-A-M-A-Y. Okay. Okay, so and this is what I'm describing is just Beaujolais Nouveau. Wait, so Beaujolais Nouveau and Beaujolais Beaujolais is the region. Beaujolais is the region. Mm -hmm. Beaujolais Nouveau is like a day, like a celebration. And also it's a type of wine. It's a a style of wine. That's served on this day of celebration. Exactly. Okay. And it's only released on the third Thursday of November. So it's around Thanksgiving. Okay. And the grapes are harvested and it's only fermented for a couple of days and then it's released. It's bottled, then released. It's meant to drink very young. It's supposed to be very fun. It's light. It's acidic. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. That's Beaujolais Nouveau. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Beaujolais from the village, from one of the 38 villages. Okay. So those are serious Beaujolais, but they're made of the Gamay grape, but just they're taking a little bit more time. So they're still light, but I think they make a better Thanksgiving wine. And they're released around the same time. Beaujolais Village, those are available everywhere, anytime. Mm -hmm. But Beaujolais Nouveau, that's like a day, November. That's when you buy Beaujolais Nouveau. Gotcha. Okay. But what I'm talking about is a Beaujolais Village, and that's totally different, a little more serious, aged a little longer. It's light, but it's a nice Thanksgiving wine because it's going to hold up to your sweet potatoes. It's going to hold up to your turkeys. And it's not too big that it's going to scare people away. It's just a nice light thanksgiving red is this lighter than the pinot beaujolais is lighter than the pinot yes so this is the lightest of the light yeah okay what's the one you got for us all right so i don't speak french but <laughs> too many vowels <laughs> there's a lot going on but it's called de bone but it's not spelled you know of course like we were are there any it. apostrophes or funny little dunce caps no, it's um so it's D E B E A U N E de Bone. That's probably about fourteen dollars. It's nice. Alright, what's the personality on this one? Is this um Lisa Bonet? Oh, I nah, Lisa Bonet's so serious though. Zoe Kravitz? Gimme Zoe Kravitz, yeah. Yeah. That works. Alright. Like it. On to the whites. Okay. What are the five whites that you got me? The five whites that I recommend are Chablis, Chenin Blanc, Albarino, Viognier, and Acertico. Okay, Chablis. Before I discovered Chablis, gosh, I don't know what I was drinking. But all I know is once I started drinking Chablis, I could never go back to the -the run-of-the-mill Chardonnay. So Chablis is a wine region in France, and it's only Chardonnay. 
only clean Chardonnay. So it's no oak. You said no oak. No oak. It's aged in stainless steel. So it's very clean. It's crisp. Yeah. They've always been doing it that way? Chablis, yes. Really? Yeah. Like 1700s in steel. So it's like the opposite of California Chardonnays. Yeah. Okay. What's the name? This is Louise Latour. So it's Louise and it's L.A. Tour. Yeah. With an E on the end? Nope. Okay, no E. On the white spectrum, is this light or... Is there a dark white? I mean, what do you call that? I mean, there's always going to be a, you know, a light to heavy, but it's somewhere in the middle. It's a medium body. Yeah. All right. Personality. Clean. God damn it. I'm going with Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. He's in the middle. He's mixed. Yeah. I mean, he's got the flavor. He's super smooth, but he's extremely clean just that obama squeaky clean like it yeah chenin blanc chenin blanc is what's called sort of like a chameleon grape it can be sweet or it can be on the drier side depending where it comes from and where it grows that kind of thing and i'll just add chenin blanc is also french but it grows really well in south africa Mm. and i'm gonna name a south african chenin blanc i like it the Secateurs Chenin Blanc. Let's spell so, S E C A T E U R S. Where's it on the spectrum? Um, we're gonna do under the Chardonnay. So yeah. it's medium light. Yeah, it's medium light. All right, personality. Personality. We're gonna give Lupita. Lupita. She can be dry. She can be sweet, and mm. she can be a lot of other things. She can act her butt off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avarino. Avarino's a Spanish grape. Pairs really well with shellfish, especially something like crab cake, something like that. What about pork? Hmm. I don't think so. I'm thinking about like charcuterie. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not like a hunk of a pork chop. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Nothing thick. Just yeah. light with some yeah. cheese, some manchego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Albarino, we're going local. We're going Old Westminster. That's the name of it? Old Westminster is the winery. Okay. Yeah. What's the name? Alberino. No, no, I'm sorry. So I was on the impression, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. There's the name of the type of wine. Mm-hmm. There's the producer of the wine. Yeah. And then there's the name they give that oh, bottle. Sometimes it's just Alberino. It's OS <laughs> Mr. Alberino. Yeah. yeah. That's when you know it's the good stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and this is from where? Maryland. Okay. USA. Yep. And where is this on the spectrum? Oh, Albarino. I feel like between the Chenin Blanc and the Chardonnay. So it's in between those. This is medium, medium light. Yeah. What's the personality on this? She's not Sofia Vergara, the other one. Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly where I was going. Mm hmm. Viognier. Viognier, French grape, Mm -hmm. but grows extremely well in Maryland and Virginia. Okay. So we're going to go local again, only we're going to go to Virginia. Do you know they can't drive down there? Oh, stop it. Here we go. So we're going to go Barbersville, Virginia. Okay. What's the name of the label? Viognier Reserve. <laughs> so it's B-A-R-B-O-U-R-S-V-I-L-L-E. Barbersville, uh, USA. So yeah. uh, where is this on the spectrum? 
I feel like beignet is above Chardonnay. It can be bigger. So put that above. So it's a medium dark. Yeah. And what's personality on this one? Hmm. What's to do with the big jaw? Who has a big jaw? He's got green eyes and the big jaw. You talking about Michael Ely? Yeah, him. Um. <laughs> you okay. laughing because you know I'm right. How do you get big? Okay, the big jaw. All right, his jaw is wide. Just take the whole screen. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Okay, we'll go with your Michael Ely. Yeah. Okay. okay. And last, but certainly not least, the Asritico. Asritico. A S S Y R T I K O. So it's Greek. Oh. Yeah. Ah, the K. Yeah. Gotcha. It's Greek. It's from Santorini. The labels is another one of these labeled after the so city. So the label says 2015 Domain Sigalas. So it's S-I-G-A-L-A-S. That's a very good assertico. Where is that on the spectrum? This is super light. So it's going to be last. And personality. Fabio. No. <laughs> Fabio, <laughs> you must be our age. Oh my god. Um, I will give you Ryan Reynolds. Ha! This yeah. one has some wit to it. It's got some wit. Okay. Yeah. A Deadpool. All right, rosés. All right. So rosés were a little weird to name. Okay. So I kind of named them by region. Okay. None of these rosés are sparkling, correct? No, that's not true. I think two of them I named are sparkling. Okay. All right. Number one rosé is always going to be Provence, no matter what. And it's a region in France. A lot of times in France, they don't put grapes on the bottle. They just put the region. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to know where. You but they know. don't blend any grapes outside that region. I don't think it's that strict. Okay. It's more about the grapes than the region. But I'm not certain. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty much a Cote de Provence. It's exquisite. Begins with E? Yeah. E-X-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E. Is this one sparkling? No, it's not. It's still. Where is it on the spectrum of rosés? It's. I think it's medium. Personality. I will give this one to Tracy Ellis Ross. Big hair. Number two, what's what we got? This number two is my favorite sparkling rosé ever. And it's a Malbec rosé from Argentina. It's Guggenheim. And I'm going to show you a picture because you have to see the color of this wine. Absolutely stunning. So look at that. It's like golden. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So it's light. Yeah. And personality. So, gosh, what is the girl from, um, oh, gosh, what is her name? Okay, hold on. I know what horrible show she was on. Devious Maids. That's the show she was on. Founder, Rosalind Sanchez. That's what I'm giving that to. All right. What's next? Okay, my next uh, rosé is going to be from South Africa. And it's a Mouvedre rosé. South Africa makes rosés extremely well, especially nice dark ones that you can pair with grilled meat. Mm -hmm. So to me, like turkey burgers, grilled salmon, and grilled vegetables pair extremely well with South African rosés. 
Okay. So this one will be a Mouvedre Rosé from Babylon Starin. I will spell that for you. B-A-B-Y-L-O-N-S-T-O-R-E-N. Babylon Starin. And this is light? Uh, it's not that light. So this would be uh, uh, Trevor Noah. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that fits. So it's got a bit of wit to it. Yeah. What's next? All right. So next we're going to Washington. D.C.? No, no, no. Washington State. Okay. Washington State makes really nice, clean rosés. And one of my favorites is Charles and Charles Rosé 2017. And it's a Syrah Rosé. You said from Washington State? Mm-hmm. Do they put red delicious apples in it or something? <laughs> nope. Nope. It's pretty light. Okay. Yeah, it's probably the lightest out of all of the rosés. Personality. Now, Macklemore. This, no, seriously, like this personality is gonna be kind of wacky because Charles Smith, who's the producer, is like he has crazy hair. He looks crazy, so that actually fits. Who the producer? Yeah, his name's Charles Smith. Uh huh. Who is Charles Smith like? If people are unaware of who Charles uh, Smith is, uh, visually, mm-hmm. he looks like. What's the guy who used to yell all the time? So the white guy with the crazy hair. Wait, I don't know how old you are. Carrot Top? No, not Carrot Top. Oh, oh, oh. That guy. Sam Kennison. Yeah, that's him. (laughs) All right, and last one. The last rosé, we're going to Big Cork. And that's a Maryland winery. It's a Syrah rosé. You like the Syrahs, I see. I do, I do. Okay. So this is another light one. This is another light one. Okay. But this is more relaxing. This is more your Lisa Bonet. This is your hair is blowing in the wind. You don't care. You're sitting on the porch or taking a, a hike or a walk. Okay. Relaxing. We are on sparklings. Okay. Sparklings, we can go fast. Yeah. Uh, cava, Spanish sparkling wine, similar to champagne. Just made in Spain with different grapes. Mm-hmm. So you got uh, Chirillo, Parayeda, Macabeo, and sometimes Chardonnay. These are the grapes? Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a cava that I like that's uh, pretty reasonable is called Poema. So it's poem with a A at the end. Okay. It's a brute cava. Brute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably like 10 bucks most of, most places. Okay. Personality. Hmm. You know, one of these got to be Rihanna. So you're that guy. Got it. Uh, Sparkling. I mean, as a matter of fact, we're going to go with Zoe Zaldana for this one. She's a cover. All right. Number two. Okay. Uh, Number two, Cremant. Okay. I love Cremant because Cremant is France. Mm -hmm. You don't pay as much as champagne because a lot of times champagne is $30 and over. And Cremant is... Pretty much everything under as low as like 15 or $12, but you're getting the same production. You're getting the same, you know, structure, but just different grapes outside of champagne. So are there any Cremants that are right outside champagne? I'm so sure. That kind of say, you can call us Cremant, but we're like Cremant plus. We're almost Cremant sure. with a C-H. Oh, sure. We're there, Tremont. There. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are there are like twenty five thirty dollar cremants. Sure, you can find those. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mine is crema de Bergogna, D E, mm-hmm. Bergogne. So it's B O U, R G, O G N E. It's a really nice one. It's probably like about seventeen or twenty dollars, but it's really good. It sounds like a a good dinner. Who are we naming this one after? I actually had Angela Bassett. Okay. Because she's so far on the top, but not recognized enough for what she does. Has she won an Oscar yet? She got nominated for Oscar for What's Love Got to Do With It, though. I mm-hmm. don't know if she won, though. She didn't win. All right, so Angela Bassett yeah. on the Cremont. So this one's going to win an arm wrestling match? <laughs> Don't talk about Angie. I'm just saying. I'm not arm wrestling her. (laughs) What's next? All right. So number three, we're going back to America. We're going to do American sparkling wine. Mm -hmm. All right. So we can't call that anything but that. And we're going to go to Virginia for their Blanc de Blanc at Green Hill Winery. So as I mentioned before, Blanc de Blanc, 100% Chardonnay. It's still sparkling, though. It's sparkling. They just right. make it in a sparkling style, but it's all Chardonnay grapes. All right. This is Virginia. Yeah. Who are we naming this one after? Mm. White of white. You know what? <laughs> We're going to go Michelle Obama. <laughs> the blackest of the black. We're going to call, <laughs> call the white of white, white Michelle white. Obama? Yeah. Okay. What's next? All right. So the next one is going to be Sect. So that's S-E-K-T. And this is the German-Austrian sparkling wine. And it can be a variety of different grapes. I think they're 12. Mm-hmm. But it tends to be a little sweeter, a little bit fruitier than the other sparkling wines. Does Gewürztraminer fall in it? It does. It does fall in that bucket, yes. Okay. And my favorite sect I get from Trader Joe's, surprisingly. Joe be trading. Yeah, and I think you say this producer, Shalosh, S-C-H, I'm just going to spell it, mm-hmm. S-C-H-L-O-S-S. That's the first word, and the second word is B-I-E-B-R-I-C-H. Biebrich. Biebrich. Schloss Biebrich. There you go. Perfect. Okay. All right, who's this? All right. This is Michael Fassbender. Who is Michael Fassbender? Magneto. Who? Magneto from the X-Men. What other movies has he been in? Oh, Prometheus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to go with yours. Way to hit that tuning fork. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, Michael Fassbender. All right. Last but not least. The last but not least is going to be Lambrusco. Lambrusco is a red sparkling wine from Italy. So this and doesn't fall into rosés? Uh, no, it doesn't fall into rosés. Okay. Now, this fermentation is a little different than the other ones. This is more frizzante style. So the secondary fermentation process takes place in a large tank rather than a bottle. So the bubbles aren't going to be as strong. So it's GMO'd out. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. 
You've got your own language here. I like it. No, I'm saying, you I know like what it. I mean? Like uh, the, the original style for doing, if you wanted to get sparkles in your champagne was to add sugar in the bottle and let it happen. This one is kind of man-made, if you will. Yeah, yeah. sure. So you yeah. out. Yeah. So this one, all right, Vichia Modena. So it's V-E-C-C-H-I-A. M-O-D-E-N-A. Who we have? I don't know any Italian docs, but... Tony Soprano? We're going with Tony Soprano. All right. All right, let's run through these uh, five spots in D.C. where you should go get your wine on. All right. Five spots in D.C. Take note. All five spots, you should be comfortable wearing casual clothes. And I mean super casual, like flip-flops, Uggs, Converse. Tank top. Tank top. Jersey. Jersey. Jordans. Whatever. (laughs) However you get down. What if they ain't crispy, though? Listen, the five places I'm about to name, you can come as you are. All right? First spot is a natural wine bar called Dio on 8th Street. 8th Street Northeast. 8th Street Northeast, and it's walking distance from you. All right. Have you been there? No. Shame. I know. 904 8th Street. I've passed that. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought this was like a store. Nah, uh-uh. It's a wine bar. Maybe like two or three years old. Okay. All right. Deal. All right. Number two. Mm-hmm. Also on 8th Street, Pursuit, but at the other end of 8th Street towards Benning Road. Oh, so it's like 14th. It's next to Argonaut. It's on the same block, yeah. Wine bar, okay. Yep. All right. So then we have Tiber Creek. Tiber Creek, where's yeah. that? So Tiber Creek is like Rhode Island Avenue. Okay. You see where it is? Yeah. This yeah. is uh, like Truxton Circle, Ledroit. Ledroit technically starts at second. Mm-hmm. Northeast, northwest, my apology. It's right by where Red Hen is. Oh, this used to be um Rustico Pizza. It's okay. T and First Northwest. The southeast corner. All right. This is real estate talk here. I know. Yeah. All right. What else? All right. Primrose, Brooklyn, French style. Can you eat there? Or is it just? Oh, absolutely. You better eat your face off at Primrose. <laughs> Seriously. The other two, you don't need to eat, but this one here, yes. Okay. Order all the things. Hamlin and Twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's halfway between the Metro Station and Rhode Island Avenue. Okay. So the Primrose. All right. Brooklyn. All right. And lastly. Last one. Maxwell Park. Where is that? Maxwell Park is in Shaw. None east of the river. You going to hold that all to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> On 9th. 9th and mm-hmm. 0. Yeah. Okay. They got a new location at the Navy Yard. I don't know if you want to count that, but this is the original. So we got through it. We got through all 25. That wasn't bad. Yes, we did. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because you gave me a lot of homework. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, I'm trying to give the people what they want. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but I thank you for doing the homework. Sure. And uh, hopefully you'll also have a part two side B, if you will, of me on Swirl Suite. Of course. I can't tell you nothing about wine. I can tell you about how guests love Trader Joe's, though. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you about folds of towels. 
<laughs> I can tell you about when you wash towels, you're supposed to use uh, white vinegar instead of fabric softener. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got all sorts of tips mm. for you because I'm the innkeeper. Sarita, yeah. do you have any social media, any websites, any podcasts <laughs> <laughs> that course. you'd like to share with the listeners again? Sure. So I have two websites. Uh, my website, vimeupdc.com. And then the Swirl Suite website, swirlsuite.com. And you can follow me at Vine Me Up on all social media. It's always the same, Vine Me Up. And the Swirl Suite is at Swirl Suite everywhere. All right. There are three other hosts on Swirl Suite. Yes. They're all on IG as well, right? Yep. Girl Meets Glass. That's Tanisha. Then you have Vino Noir. That's Glennis. And lastly, you have Leslie Freelo. And that's Vino 301. All right. And then also you do voiceover work because you have quite the lovely audio, <laughs> audio voice there. So if somebody wanted to contact you for voiceover mm-hmm. work. So I have an Instagram for my voiceover work and it's called A River Speaks. What's the story behind A River Speaks? Uh, my name in Indian is River. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that until an Indian person told me. So, so A River Speaks. That's where I got it from. That's perfect. Yeah. If you all want to reach me, Keeper Freddy, feel free to do so via email at innkeeper at unionindc.com. And I'm also on Instagram. I have three handles for you. The podcast is at guestbookpod. The in is at unionindc. And my personal is at innkeeperfreddy. Again, Sarita, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. This Love having you. And uh, for having me next year we'll update the list for some new 2018 2019 or 2021s yeah of course and then also you have to be on the swirl suite yes yes so yeah you let me know and i'm there we'll do all right ladies and gentlemen it's been another wonderful two-part episode of guestbook podcast thank you so much for listening and we will see you in august what are tannins so tannins are in the skins of the grapes that's it. That's what the wine picks up with the skins of the grapes. So the longer the wine, the juice sits on the tannins, the darker the wine is going to be. So that's why. Is it ro- dirt? Huh? Is it dirt? No. What? Is it dirt? How do we get to dirt? It's the skin of the grape. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know what this, you know what the grapes grow through before, go through before they even pressed? There's like a whole like line of so things. So there's zero dirt. I didn't that say that. that I, I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that. So <laughs> and the essence of the dirt, I, I mean this in a good way. Oh my God. I mean this in a good way. I'm cutting all this stuff. <laughs> I'm just getting the mood right. You know what I mean? <laughs> the essence mm-hmm. of the dirt mm-hmm. that ultimately, I mean, we love potatoes. We love onions. We sure. love all that stuff, you know? Yeah. In a sense, is that kind of what you're getting? The clean essence. Can I give you the proper word for that? Okay, what's that? Terroir. Terroir. Ooh. Terroir. How many vowels in a row are that? (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, Terroir is like terrier, but like has an extra. Like a earth. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Terra firma. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Terroir. That's so, what, is that where tannins the, comes from? Like, the, um, is that a root word so or associated with terroir it? Terroir is the characteristics that anything picks up in the earth. So that means tea, it means wine, it means anything that grows of the earth, mm-hmm. whatever it picks up. 
that's terroir. And that's different from tannins. It's different from tannins, yeah. Because a lot of times, if you drink the same thing of something long enough, you can tell the difference in where it comes from. So that's why wine connoisseurs, they can pick up a glass smell and say, oh, this is California. Oh, this is Washington. Oh, this is France. 